재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Thinking aloud On the 29th of November, as we begin our radio show, I'd like to remind listeners of one of the many inventions from one of the greatest inventors. Today in 1877, Thomas Edison demonstrated his hand-cranked phonograph, the first to be able to reproduce recorded sound for the first time. Now, if it weren't for him, how would we be able to record and listen to our show? But 140 years later, as technology blazes forward, I have to wonder, have we gotten any better at listening? Can we hear others over our own opinion? Is our listening selective? Or maybe we listen to too much and we're actually losing our ability to hear. An old man was wondering if his wife had a hearing problem, so one night he stood behind her for a while. She was sitting in her chair. He softly spoke to her, Honey, can you hear me? But there was no response. So he moved a little closer and said again, Honey, can you hear me? Still, there was no response. So finally he moved right behind her and he said, Honey, can you hear me? And she replied, For the third time, yes. Here's to good health, good hearing, and good music. For what it's worth, here's Buffalo Springfield. Something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth Stop Hey Listen to sound? me <laughs> yeah. uh, Such a funny story Uh <laughs> Where the husband thinks that the wife has the hearing problem When But in it's... reality it's him But it's kind of a good metaphor for our society, right? Sure. Actually, uh, here's another, uh, I guess, another point to the selective hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, if you're in a relationship, there's the the whole the man and woman different. Like they say things, and it gets offensive to one, but it means nothing to the other. Mm-hmm. And I was actually having this conversation, uh, and uh, I I was being the the mediator. Oh, between between two, two different people. Yes, and he said, "This is what I said. What did you hear?" And I was like, "Oh my goodness, that is such a good question." Because sometimes, for example, um, the fight was about well, not, it wasn't a fight, but it was just about a a little argument that gone big as sure. it usually does. Mm-hmm. But she had shaved her legs, and it was smooth. <laughs> it was smooth, and he. He touched her leg and said, "Oh, it's smooth. I like it." But what she heard was, "Keep up with it, like keep up the maintenance." Oh, and I thought that was so interesting because that's all he said. That's all he commented. Like, yeah, your your legs are soft. They're nice. But what she heard through those words is, "Now I got to do it every day." Right. You know, right. and then it kind of it started off as kind of. Like oh, I have to do this now. I mean, he doesn't love me if if I have hairy legs, or you know, all of this stuff started going through her head. And I thought, wow, that's very different. What you listen to and what you hear is different. Right. There's so ma- there's so much uh, presumption or assumption that goes mm. into, like even when when we're talking, right, or or when people are listening to us on the radio. There's there's what you hear, but there's 
even more powerful. That's it's underlying the, the unsaid, the undertone yeah. of it. The you know they say even children, uh, they they don't actually remember what was told to them when they were kids, but they remember how the other person made them feel. Feeling. Yeah. And and I think that that's even more the case. Like if I talk to like uh, let's say uh, Korean children, you know, and they and they don't really know English, but somehow there's some kind of underlying. Com- there is some mm-hmm. communication going on, but it's all this kind of like emotional, tonal kind of sure kind of thing. So yeah, constantly think, we're translating in our heads. Yeah, that's the reason why no matter where we go, if we hear curse words, we automatically have like no. That's a curse word. You know, we can catch it. Like, I don't know what you said, but I know that's that's swearing. So Mr. Potty Mouth over here needs to wash his mouth with some soap. That's very true. Mm. I never thought about that. But yeah, I suppose I knew knew which ones were the swear words. Mm -hmm. Even though I couldn't repeat them, I was like, oof. He's using sounds some, harsh. That's some strong language. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he just sounds strong. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm definitely a selective listener, but it's not because I hear what I want to hear. I mean, sure, I do that. But I find the, the bigger problem I have is uh, I'm, I'm usually running some other track in my head. Mm, another thought. Yeah. yeah, basically. And it's very hard. So I've gotten in a lot of trouble both with relationships and just people because they've talked to me and they said, you're not you're not responding to me you're not you're ignoring me and i was right, like right right wait when did you ask me a question or when were you talking to me because i didn't even hear you <laughs> no offense how can you even like how can you get <laughs> mad at me for not responding to you if i didn't even hear you in the first place it's an effort that's why we have two ears and one mouth but i don't say. understand you know because it's like ah oh. well anyways we got a message in from glenn says uh did Did Lee say something? (laughs) (laughs) Nice one, Glenn. (laughs) We'll leave you guys with Ian McNabb. They couldn't hear the music.